I have a confession to make. I have a major fear of finishing. <sighs> Welcome back to About This Writing Thing, a weekly podcast about living the writing life. I am your host, Sayward Bieler, writer for women, podcaster, and MFA student. Happy New Year, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me. This will not be a long episode today because, as you can tell, I have a bit of a cold again. I live in North Carolina, Central North Carolina, and we have sometimes the craziest winters which I'm sure it's the same all over the world but my experience is very limited as I am here and we have had some very well not very cold days but we've had cold days that are in the 30s and 40s but then the week of Christmas right after Christmas it was in the upper 60s and I refused to turn the air on I had the windows open And then one day it was 69 and the next day it was 50, I think. So I went for a walk on the day that it was 50 and this is what resulted. I don't want to bother you with the craziness that is my health since I started working at home. (laughs) I do have more sick days now than I ever did when I worked in an office. But this is because my immune system... I know isn't exposed to all that crud because people come into the office sick because if they miss a day at least at my previous job if you missed a day oh my gosh you were just given the side eye all day when you came back to work I know people who work in the in offices you know exactly what I'm saying (laughs) so anyway today I'm not here to talk about life in an office because thankfully I haven't been in one for quite a while today I'm talking about my fear of finishing And this has really been heightened over the last week or so because I just finished my final draft for Catching Fireflies, which is the novel that I hope to obtain an agent with this year, and I hope to see it sold this year. I know that's a little bit optimistic, and I don't always like to be overly optimistic, but damn it, it's time. (laughs) I've been doing this for a long time. I am the best that I've ever been. And that is just for me because five years ago, I wasn't a great writer. I was okay. I'm not saying I'm a great writer now, but I'm much better than I was then. So it's time. It's time to be recognized, I think. And I hope that the universe agrees with me because I am, I've been doing this for a really long time. I've had this dream for a really long time. And as happens with dreams, sometimes they become it becomes obvious that maybe they're not achievable and I'm not thinking about that now every now and then it creeps in and says oh gosh you're never gonna make it just stop dreaming just get out there and get a get a real job I always have to just tell that voice to shut up (laughs) I know I'm not the only one that hears that voice we just have to be stubborn and say look I'm still dreaming so leave me alone and that's where I am at this point but over the last week I've had a lot of issues and my friend Christy has had to talk me down several times because I just get to the point where because I do read about the publishing industry and obtaining agents and all of that every single day 
it becomes depressing, especially when I read the hot sheet, which is, if you don't know what the hot sheet is, that is a, a newsletter that Jane Friedman and her partner, I cannot remember his name and I'm so sorry, but they come out with this newsletter every two weeks and it is a really in-depth look at things that are going on in the publish in the publishing industry. It is $50 a year. It's well worth the $50. So if you haven't signed up for it and you're interested in really getting a, a good inside look into the publishing industry, go to janefriedman.com, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, and there is a link to sign up for the hot sheet. It comes every two weeks, every other Wednesday. I got one on Christmas. It's not a great Christmas present because it was pretty depressing, but <laughs> it is a great it is a great Christmas present because it does keep us in the know. I'm subscribed to several newsletters about the industry and I just get really depressed because it feels overwhelming like the odds. It's like this is why I don't buy lottery tickets because the odds of me winning the lottery are 1 in 333 million. So I feel like those are insurmountable odds. <laughs> And that's why I don't play the lottery. And sometimes when you read those newsletters about the industry and you read agents' tweets and you read writers who have finally obtained an agent after all this time, when you read their journey or whatever you want to call it, and they say, don't give up. I, you know, sent my query to 47 agents and the 48th one finally said yes and, and then you hear stories about well I got an agent but they couldn't sell my book so after a year they broke up with me and I'm just like what is the point why don't we all indie publish but then that has its problems as well I, I am indie published but my goal has always been as you know by now, to be traditionally published, which is why I am seeking agent representation and hopefully they will sell my book if I can get one. <laughs> it's just all this stuff. So I have this fear because when you finish, that's when you get into the business side of writing. And over the last year, from the beginning of 2019 to now, I have been learning more and more about the business side of writing and it is such, it, it eats up so much time because you have branding, you've got, you know, you've got your branding and your platform stuff. You have to build your platform. Some agents won't even represent you if you don't have a big enough reach. Some publishers won't even publish you if your platform isn't big enough. Now to this I say, how am I supposed to build a platform if I don't have publications under my belt to build a platform? So it gets very frustrating. The more I learn about the business, the... <laughs> the more desolate I feel because it is, I can't, I can never remember the name of the figure in Greek mythology who is forever pushing that boulder up the hill. And once they get to the top, they're almost there. It rolls back down and they have to start all over again. And that is what the publishing world, the business side of writing feels like to me. And I don't know if I'm strong enough to push a boulder up this mountain over and over and over again. Of course we all are or we wouldn't be writers. Honestly, if we weren't strong enough, then we would quit or we would only be hobbyists and we wouldn't be looking forward to getting an agent like I am. It just, I have these fears and it holds me back and it's really messing with the beginning of my new project because as I'm finishing Catching Fireflies and getting it ready to submit to agents, I'm working on this new project and it is not the coal miner project that I've mentioned in previous episodes. 
I've actually put that one on the back burner until April. I'm hoping to finish this new one by then. It is another upmarket title that I'm not really sure if it has legs yet because I'm only about 1900 and I don't know almost 2,000 words in. So a 2,000 word chapter one is, is pretty short for me. Usually I do about 3,500 to 4,000 words for a first chapter. So with this fear of finishing, I think that it leads to a fear of beginning because you finished this book and now you're struggling to begin the new book and it's like do I have another book in me and I know I'm not the only one that feels this way because I've heard other authors lament about this fear they have of oh my gosh do I only have one book in me well obviously I don't only have one book in me because this Catching Fireflies is my third completed novel but it doesn't stop that little voice in my head from saying do you really have another one in you? I mean, you just finished this one and now we have to do all this stuff with it. Do you really think that you have this one in you? Do you really think it's good enough? And those little thoughts just eat away at my brain and they eat away at my well-being. And it really makes me second guess myself and that really makes me stay away from the computer and it really makes me not finish my query letter that I've now been working on for three weeks and I still haven't I just don't have it because I'm so much in my head over can you do this can you if you do somehow by some miracle get an agent and they do somehow by some miracle sell this book do you have another book in you you know what if you get a, a it's probably not gonna happen but what if you get a two book deal oh my god I mean do two book deals even happen when you have a standalone I think they do I'm pretty sure they do Am I gonna get one? I don't know, but what if I do? What if you can't meet those deadlines? <sighs> this fear of finishing, maybe it is a fear of failure because I've, I have finished. All of the feelings that I'm having about finishing really lead to what if I don't have what it takes? That sucks, guys. If you are listening to this podcast, I would really love to know how you deal with if you have a fear of finishing and how you deal with it how do you quiet the voices I mean of course we come in we sit down and we keep working that's what I do I, I mean I started the book the other day what I hope will be the book I started it even though my brain was telling me oh girl do you really think you got another one in you do you really think you have it in you to finish another one because right now I have two unfinished projects on Wattpad they're completely different genres so I'm not really freaking out about it yet but still that's two big projects that haven't been finished so if I can't finish those which aren't even part of my platform how do I think I'm going to finish this new book maybe if I were a planner this wouldn't be so difficult I'm not sure if this really helps anybody today other than to let you know that I am having some issues with fear of finishing fear of failure if you're having those same issues I'd love to talk about it either on comments here or Twitter you can find me on Twitter of course at say Eller, or on my website saywordbeeller.com I'm just having a lot of feelings right now and I guess the best way to get through them for me is always just to, number one, just sit down and, and start typing. But also, for me, some alone time with, with a lifeline. My lifeline recently has been Krista Harper. She is a romance author who does the Swoonworthy Book Club. She has been a lifesaver because she, oh, she she's very different from me. So when I 
text her and say, oh gosh, I'm thinking about doing this. She says, well, why? Why are you thinking about doing this? And I've never really been a person to think about my why. I actually hate those buzz, those buzz things. They're like, what's your why? There's one lately that I keep seeing and it's driving me absolutely bonkers because I think when these inspirational things become buzz, it takes away from the power of them, it takes away from how much they really help. So I don't want to go too far into that because if I say that particular one that's driving me crazy lately, everybody's going to know what it is. <laughs> so I'm not going to say that. But anyway, Krista Harper, she, um, she always says, you know, why are you feeling this way? What do you think you're going to get out of this? If you, if you don't go the traditional route that you've been working toward, what do you think you're going to get out of this? How do you think that the process is going to be different if you do one as opposed to the other? So she's very good at making me think about my motivations and why I'm doing something and why I'm feeling a certain way. And I think that that with this fear of finishing and fear of failure, I really have to take that step back and take a look and say, okay, why am I afraid to do this? Why do I, why am I having such a hard time with a query letter when so many writers say, oh, queries are the least of your worries. And I think ultimately it just goes back to just that fear of failing, also coupled with a fear of success, because what if I am successful? And there's all those expectations. And what if I let people down? So maybe this big ball of fear for me is... Fear of finishing because it could lead to fear of failure, which will be devastating, or it could lead to fear of success in which I will fail, which could be devastating. Wow, humans are complicated. I think I'm working this out with you guys. Thank you so much for being along for it. <laughs> I am actually going to switch gears and talk about my YouTube channel because I had stopped recording for a while. I had camera trouble and actually it wasn't camera trouble, it was computer trouble because my computer doesn't have enough gigs, whatever, you know, computer talk. It can't hold a bunch of stuff, okay? And it was causing me to not be able to upload videos. So I've just been uploading the audio for the podcast to my YouTube channel. But I think for 2020, one of my goals for the YouTube channel, because one of my goals as a person is to read more. Because what does Stephen King say? In order to write, uh, in order to be a good writer, I'm butchering this, of course, but in order to be a good writer, you have to do two things. You have to read a lot and you have to write a lot. So I'm writing, I'm going to try to write a lot more in 2020, but the thing that I don't do a lot of is read. I had a goal on Goodreads set for 30 books last year and I only read 21. So my goal this year, I set it again on Goodreads for 30 books and I'm going to try to use my YouTube channel to be accountable for the reading as well as the writing. So if you are a YouTuber. If you like to watch YouTube, you can check me out. My channel is, um, well, it's Say Word BL, or all you have to do is look me up. And I'm not really want, like, I don't have a positive self-image, so that's another reason why giving up the videos was, was so easy. But I think that one of the things we have to keep in mind as an author, especially if we do get signed and we do have success with our books, we will have to be out there in public. So, um, maybe this will be a way to help reverse my negative self-image. I don't know, because people are really mean on the internet, so <laughs> we'll see. 
that's all I'm going to talk about because my throat is hurting from talking for much longer than I anticipated. I didn't expect this show to be this long or this episode, but it is. So here we go. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm super excited about 2020. Next time I may talk a little bit more about my goals. And of course, I'll talk some about the new work in progress and how the query querying is going because uh, next week I should at least have sent off my query letter and well my submission I should have at least sent off my submission package because this week I need to finish the damn query and I need to put together a synopsis because a couple of the agents I'm submitting to require a synopsis so next week hopefully I can update you on whether or not I got that done and we'll just talk some more about some other stuff. If you like this podcast, please give me a like or a thumbs up or whatever, because I'm on iHeart, I'm on iTunes, I'm on Podbean. So whatever their thing is that you can do to like it, like on iTunes, you subscribe. If you subscribe and, and rate, that would be super. And if you want to say a comment, she rambles a little too much. <laughs> That's fine. That'll help me know how to reel myself in. Anyway, you can find me on Podbean. You can find me on iHeartRadio. You can find me on iTunes. I'm still working on Spotify. There's something a little bit wonky there, but you can find me on those three major platforms. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SayBLR. You can find me at SaywordBLR.com. Have a great week. Keep writing. Bye.